Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. We had a shortage yesterday of doctors, shortage of dentists, shortage of teachers, and we have a chronic shortage of preschool places. If you have smallies and you're trying to get them into preschool, I know it's a struggle for you at the moment. And I'm also hearing that now, literally the day that a pregnancy is confirmed, people are starting to look for a place the smallie might go to preschool. That sounds like Utterly, utterly bonkers. John Bowman has BEL childcare in Douglas. John, you've been affected badly. Everyone's been affected by the closure of Little Paradise. But the sector is getting more and more squeezed, it seems, with every passing month. Good morning. Good morning, PJ, and thanks for having me on and taking an interest in this. Absolutely, it's it's become an area impossible for parents to get uh, child provision unless, as you said, they're booking really really far in advance and you know it's not anecdotal i mean we have uh, women ringing as soon as they're 12 months pregnant as soon as they're confirmed and they're telling people that they're booking places and um, it, it, it's really it, it's awful because i mean you're 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 assuming it's all going to go to plan but i mean this is the reality of childcare in ireland at the moment why is it so squeezed because they, there's a huge demand for it and the climate for providers like myself to reinvest is challenging. I mean, we not so long ago, well, less than 12 months ago, actually, we agreed to a fee freeze to facilitate uh, more money coming into the sector. And that money was to go to our, some of our, our, our teachers and to allow parents to get a reduction. And last budget, there was a 25% reduction came in for in the fees and there was a minimum uh, wage set for our sector. Now, these are all very progressive. These are good things. I mean, the parents have been paying too much and teachers haven't been paid enough. But to take part in this core funding scheme, as it was called, uh, schools like myself had to say that we weren't going to, we were, our fees were going to be frozen at 2021 levels. But the undertaking on government's behalf is that they would, they would fund us from there. And despite a year where we've seen inflation spike to nearly 15%, we were offered a 2% increase in our fees in the capitation coming in from the state mm. and we're also facing an increase in the minimum wage that if SIP2 get their way it could be go up to two euros it could be a two euro increase now nobody in our sector has an issue with the pay increase we, we all agree that our teachers are undervalued but the problem is we can't turn to parents to take to get the increased monies and government less than 12 months ago undertook that they would fund us and as i said the ink isn't even dry on it and they are giving us a two percent increase while threatening a 20 percent or a 15 percent pay increase uh, you know it's it's just bonkers and this is why there's no places pj because you know other than the likes of myself who are committed and this is this is our livelihood mm. i mean if you're from the outside looking in you wouldn't touch it pj would you not well, well, you wouldn't, because I mean, the 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 admin is 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 crazy. Now, and the reason I ask that question, John, yeah. is because one looks at the sector and 
hears from parents here that call me and tell me how much it's costing them. And for many people, it's like a second mortgage. So if I'm shoveling the bones of a second mortgage into childcare every month, then I don't know why it wouldn't where's be a viable going? business. Yeah, where's it going? Well, I mean, well, this is it, Peter, because nobody, the, the one thing missing in this equation is nobody turns around to the provider and goes, what does it cost you to deliver that service? You know, we always hear, oh, it's a second mortgage, it's a second mortgage. It is a second mortgage because the level of care that we're providing doesn't come cheap. And to be honest with you, PJ, for years, services like mine have actually been subsidizing it for the small ones. I mean, there's a reason why a lot of services stopped taking the under 12, uh, under 12 months there a couple of years ago because it wasn't viable and so on. I mean, you can't, it's not, it's not a viable business to take the smaller ones. And until the government actually put the money in that's required, that's going to be the case. Focus on that for a second, the smallies. Why is it not viable because, to take because, them? Okay, be, because if you were, and I know this sounds so callous, you know, I mean, we're talking about children almost like a commodity, but this is what the government have done to us. They've commoditized our children. Um, if I'm to take under two-year-olds, if I'm taking under ones, the under 12 months, the ratio is, is three children to one adult. If it's under two, it's five children to one adult. But the real kicker here is the amount of ancillary space required because of the sleeping arrangements. I mean, if I, I have, I have a, 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 a service that it's dedicated to the under uh, threes, and I have... I think it's about four and a half thousand square feet. Two thousand of that square feet is given over to sleep rooms, nappy change facilities. Uh, we have a bespoke kitchen, all of these things to deliver the service we want. You know, and but these are this is delivering the service within the requirements and the regulations. And um, nobody has any issue doing it. It's the safest way of doing it. It's worked. We have a really good childcare system here, but it costs PJ, and that is the bottom line. If I'm going to leave half my premises um, to support the other the the, the money making half. You know, you, 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 it's not hard to see how it, how it becomes very difficult to make ends meet. Plus, you know, the, um, the admin costs have gone through the roof in the last couple of years because we're now administering this scheme on behalf of the government, the National Child Care Scheme. Yeah. Every child who comes to us is on a subsidy. That subsidy has to be docked, uh, reduced, taken out of their way, uh, their fees every month. Um, they, their attendance is tracked. What has what has gone from being a child focus, a child development focused sector, where you where you 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 look at nurturing that child, has become an admin sector. It's like what's happened across the health service. You know, you you have you're wondering why there's no doctors and no nurses when you've got three quarters of the HSE staff. Well, that's an exaggeration, but about half the HSE staff sitting pushing paper around the place. Mm. And childcare is moving in the same direction. You know, it's um, there's also this move towards everybody has to have a degree in the sector. I was just you know, going to I'm, get to that one, John. Yeah. Uh, of late, uh, the sector has required higher qualifications. And, and without identifying yeah. anybody, somebody, shall we say, in, in our circle, our family circle, that we, extended family friendship circle, was working for years, and I mean years, in a creche. This is a woman who herself had raised four or five children. And her boss turned around to her one day and said, sorry, you're going to have to go and get a qualification. Yeah, I mean, it, 
Ah, look, I mean, it, it, it's, I mean, and again, I mean, I, I'm all for professionalizing the sector. I'm all for qualifications coming in, bringing knowledge, this technical knowledge. But where's the practical knowledge? I mean, as you said, PJ, somebody, a family friend, you know, years of experience, had raised their own children, ran out of childcare because they weren't able to go back and get a level five or six. Now, there was provision made to allow people like that to stay in the sector. They were given a lot of time to go and upskill, but that doesn't suit everybody. Well, it's costly for a start, John. Well, it is costly. It, it is. And actually, that's a really good point, PJ. It is costly to qualify, and particularly now with the degree. And then you get into the sector and the wage doesn't match the, the qualification or the expectation. And this is why we have fabulous childcare graduates in Ireland where they're coming out of the universities and out of the, te- the technical universities and out of the, uh, the likes of the College of Com. Fabulous courses, fabulous staff. And they look at the sector and they go, Shamanga, I'm going to Dubai, I'm going to Abu Dhabi, yeah. I'm going where I can earn twice, three times it, no tax, come home with a ball of money and attempt to get on the property ladder. You know, it, it, for young people who, who are looking for a way to, to, to get to be, get ahead, you, you, I don't see how childcare is attractive to them anymore. So why do you stay They're, in it, John? Because it's my livelihood. I mean, I'm, I'm at it for years. I mean, I'm committed. I'm invested heavily in it, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and the, the, and the, this is it. I mean, and, and, this, this is the, and this is the government's, the cynical thing on behalf of the government. They know they have quality childcare. They know they have private individuals like myself and my wife um, and Bell Childcare on the hook because we're, we're invested up to our ears. We can't bail out of it. And the, 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 only, the only option is to keep going forward. You know, it's, it's, like, it's like going into the bloody ice fields, you know. You, you see the first iceberg and you go, oh, yeah, we'll get round it. But, I mean, we're, we're approaching it. It's just a sea of ice. I mean, every time you try and get forward, there's another obstacle thrown up in your... I mean, as I said, the, the sector this time last year was tentatively happy about the moves the government was making. We, we were looking at an ERO, which was going to finally put in a minimum wage. What's an ERO? Um, there was- Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, big pardon? What, what is an ERO? It's an employment regulation okay. order. It, it, it's where the government come in and they set a minimum wage for the sector. It's happened in a couple of different industries. Yeah, yeah. But so we, 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 we had that. We were feeling, okay, finally our teachers are being, are being acknowledged as, as professionals. And there was talk of this core funding package, which was going to finally address the, the funding for the smallies, for the under threes, and, 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 and accept the fact that providing care for those children is far more expensive than the preschoolers. You know, th- this is why, I mean, you, you saw over the last number of years, preschools popping up and then these after-school services, because there there's money in those. It, but where what's really needed, and to get people back to work and to allow people to plan, strategically plan, is access for the small children, for the, for the 12, 12 months and over. 
that's where the focus needs to be. 12 months ago, we thought the focus was there. We looked at the core funding and we thought, finally, as I said, it's being addressed. And we agreed to a fee freeze. We, we said to government, we warned government, guys, you are n- we are now beholding to you to keep our business sustainable. And as I said, within 12 months, they're, they're threatening a 15% pay increase for our staff. And this is, this is forced upon us. This isn't something optional. This is forced. Mm. And yet the, the funding, the funding is 2% increase. You know, so you're, you're you saying, know, I think, John, you're saying, yeah. I don't begrudge my staff a good wage, but I need funding to pay it. But this is it. I don't begrudge parents. I mean, but the, again, the role, and this is this is the why, Peach. I think we are reaching a crucial time, a, a real pinnacle, a, a pivotal time in childcare, because the government are you. We're used to as providers, we're used to the government breaking promises to us. They do it on a regular basis, but the parents this time round I mean. O'Gorman, Roderick O'Gorman came out and promised there would be another 25% reduction in childcare fees as part of this NCS. They undertook this 12, uh, 12 months ago. They do 25% last year, which they did. They do it further 25%. Again, they're rolling back on that. You know, So there's no serious commitment to funding childcare properly in this country. And it's going to take something radical, PJ. It's, it's, I think it's going to take providers and parents really standing together and go, this is unacceptable. Now, you there know, was, a, there was I mean, I'm not certain on the time scale, but there either was or there is going to be a meeting in Cork this week. Uh, has it happened or what will happen? At that meeting, I, th- I, th- I think there's a meeting scheduled possibly for the 27th of August. Okay. Um, I know, I mean, there, there's a lot of groups, there's a lot of providers out there angry, you know, uh, um, and feel as if, if their values, if their services are, are not valued. And they're not. I mean, PGI, I myself was, a, was a, there was a big protest there in February 2020, just before the pandemic, um, which was a really galvanizing moment for the sector. But unfortunately, then the pandemic came and that, that kind of changed that. But there's momentum gathering again because, you know, uh, like myself are looking at our businesses being barely viable or in some cases worse. I mean, there's services closing. You started the piece about Little Paradise. Yes. They're in Frankfield. They're they're neighbours of ours. We're we're over in in, in Donnybrook and Douglas, you know. To see services like that, beautiful, I mean, lovely bespoke building, and not able to go on. I mean, this is going to be a recome, become a recurring theme. And you know what's going to happen is you're going. It's like every. It's like it's like the public transport, PJ. What you will have is where it's viable affluent areas, bits and pieces, you will have childcare. But the minute it becomes more challenging or less viable, you won't have it. You know, mm. it's like the, the rural bus route. I mean, that's not how to run childcare. I mean, parents, there should be absolute access to childcare. In my own personal opinion, PJ, childcare should be free in Ireland. You know, the likes of myself should be funded properly by the state to get out and do what we can. There, are many, there are many places where that is the case. Exactly, exactly. You know, and, and it's been proven over the years, PJ, that, you know, a well-funded early years sector has massive societal benefit. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it gets people, to, I mean, your, your, your employment rates are better. The level of work that people are getting is better. They're better earners. There's more tax going into the system. Mm. I mean, for a country who's looking down the road at an aging population, challenging with, to be pensions, we should be, we should be looking at kickstarting our children in every way, shape possible. Our constitution you know, talks about treating all the children equally. I, I, I somehow think we're falling short. John, just lastly, in terms of the, of your, of your own operation, about how many children can you cater for? at maximum capacity? We we have a Tusla capacity of 130 children. Okay. We, now, I have two services. I have a small service which does the... We have uh, 53 capacity and they do the under threes because, as I said, it's it's a different dynamic. Sure. 
and then we have for our preschool we have an 87 capacity and that's more like a small primary school which brings me back to the the, the cost of doing this pj you know can you imagine what primary schools would cost what you would cost for a year in primary school yeah. if the state weren't funding it and that's where one teacher can have up to 33 children in a room you know there's no sleep facilities i mean many providers have said john bring us under the realm of something like the department of education and fund us as part of the educational system yeah but you know something that the the funding that's going into the educational system is woefully inadequate as well i mean i i i don't mind being left to be honest with you i'd like to i mean the current department that we're under is far too broad i mean roderick o'gorman's brief is ridiculous in 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 its diversity you know i mean each one of those tie each one of his sections would demand a ministerialship um but as i said if you're ever up for a serious conversation about how much it costs nuts and bolts pj to run childcare come back to me because i will lay it out and i will explain to the parents who, who gripe about a second mortgage. I'd, I'd be very, I'd be, I'm very interested in seeing some of those numbers, John, and we will discuss it maybe again, but come back to the 130 people, kids you can take in at maximum capacity. So here's someone who's, a, uh, you know, has a, a maybe a, a newborn or is pregnant and about to have a child. Mm. When could you fit that child in? At this stage, I mean, we are, what is it, August 23, September 25... Wow. You know, August, oh yeah, September, August, September 24, full. We have waiting lists extending beyond that. I, I'm taking registrations for our ECC class for September 25 currently. Crikey. No, you know, right, and, that'll, and that'll be full. And that'll be full. I mean, as I said, I mean, but as I said in, to John Bonham in the, in, on the Echo, even this is a far easier problem to solve than the housing, than the medical, than anything else. If the government took a step back from this, acknowledged the fact that there are really decent providers, decent business people in this sector, and gave us the wherewithal to do it. And I'm talking about just freeing up a bit of capital, you know, giving us a, a level playing field, setting a rate that we knew what our income was going to be over the next five years. You know, lock it into inflation. Then the likes of myself would walk into banks with a solid business model, with a proven demand for what we, what we're doing, and we would add that capacity. All right. And in the private sector, yeah, and private sector, and you mean if, if there was no, pl- you know, if planning, I mean, we'll follow the rules, but let it be fast tracked. We would have that capacity. We would have that capacity up within three years. I'd be confident, right. you know, because because I mean, people like myself will see will see an opportunity and we will go for it, you know. But the climate has to be right, PJ, and it's not at the moment. I mean, we, when you're going into the bank, going, yeah. So where do you get all oh, my fees? I can't up my fees to my customers. So who's your customer? Well, the government is now my primary customer, and what are they doing? Well, they're shafting me. <laughs> you know, you it's, it's, it's like you know, they, and that's and that's the vicious circuit. And then you've got every oh, there's no capacity. That yeah, there is no capacity because, as I said at the start, I mean, you'd want your head examined to be going down this road at the moment. So I mean, all we would really, really love would be the government to sit down in a proper professional manner with us and give us some sort of continuity. Say, guys, for the next five years, this is your income stream. Right. You know, we're going to index link it. You're going to be getting X. We acknowledge that the small children are more expensive to. To to uh, to care for, um, and we'll fungi and you know because there's mechanisms in place now, PJ. This is this is the galling thing about it. We have an ERO going on. You know the government are yeah. looking at wages yeah. in the sector. We I mean all our income is is completely regulated now because everybody's on a scheme of some description. There's software packages all in place. It's an unwillingness to spend the money yeah. that's the problem. What I'm looking at or listening to is a businessman who understands his business backwards 
and wishes the government had the same understanding of his business uh, because they're his biggest client. John, thank you. John Bowman of BEL Childcare. So if you're looking to get in there with Smalley, 2025 is the earliest he'll even be able to consider you. That seems to be the situation across the board in childcare. Yes, it is like a second mortgage, but as I said, and I'll have that discussion with him someday, I can justify every penny of that fee. Corks 96 FM. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.